Welcome to Soul Talk. This is your host, Pastor Rick Qualt. We hope this is an encouragement to you as you walk with God. This is the place where we talk about everyday issues and how they affect our soul. We do this to strengthen our Christian lives. Welcome, this is Pastor Rick. We're so glad that you turned in to Soul Talk. Uh, we appreciate you giving your time, your little piece of life, uh, to listen, and so we just want to thank you for that. This is the season of getting ready for Jesus, and there's the busyness of all the things to do. And so today we're going to take a look at waiting and anticipation and how to handle those spiritual issues. Now, I understand that some of you won't have time to listen, but let me uh, have a prayer for all of us. Our Heavenly Father, help me to hear your voice. Touch me once again. Give me the courage to be your beloved. Give me courage to choose joy. I need you now this Christmas. Be born in me. In Jesus' name, amen. My faithful friend, Dave Rembolt, is in the studio with me. Uh, Dave, what are some of the things that you like about the pre-Christmas season? Um, I, I just love the feeling of it all. I love the feeling of everybody when every, we're not there yet. I know we're technically in Advent, but there's that point where I don't know whether it's within a couple weeks or within a few weeks when everybody feels it. Right. Uh huh. Cause that's when you, I don't know if it's like when the first Christmas parade happens, but there's that point you hit where everybody gets into the Christmas season Uh huh. and there for that couple weeks. It just it it seems corny, but everybody's a little bit happier, and it just seems like everybody's just in a better place mm-hmm. for the most part. People treat each other better. Yes, they and, do, and that's always been my favorite thing about Christmas: the way we treat each other changes in this yes. you know, couple week span. That's what I'm waiting for, and that's a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. And if we could just carry Christmas on through the rest of the year, yes, absolutely. What a glorious place. I guess one of the things I like, and this is silly maybe, but it's bells. Hmm. I like uh, the Salvation Army bell, and I like to go and ring it. Uh, this year, they're not going to be able to do that because of COVID, and, and so I'm going to miss that. And I like the bells at church. It seems like Christmas is just not Christmas without some, some bells. Hmm. We used to, when my kids were little, take a walk. Uh, as it got closer in uh, Christmas, and it would be cold outside, and we would just walk through the neighborhood and look at the the decorations and then have some hot chocolate when we got home, and that was just a special time with the kids. So that's that's some of what what I've enjoyed through the years. Um. Wanted to, to just share a little bit about, uh, about Advent. Advent started uh, yesterday, and it's the four weeks, four Sundays before Christmas. And the word Advent means coming. Uh, it means he's coming. Uh, and all the way to Christmas, we celebrate the coming of Jesus. Uh, it's kind of interesting. I did a little research, and... Advent really started uh, back uh, late in the first century, and Clement of Alexandria spoke about Advent in the year 200. Uh, 
But then the emphasis was not on the birth of Christ. The emphasis was on Christ coming again. Mm. And uh, those that had been learning about Christianity would be baptized on what was celebrated at Christmas Day. Advent means that he's coming, and Christmas means that he came. Now, we get two feelings of Christmas. Uh, One is waiting, and one is anticipation. Uh, The anticipation is the excitement and being full of life and enthusiasm, and our prayer life is full, and we're filled with life, and we can't wait for Christmas. Then there's the waiting. It seems like we'll never get to Christmas. School days drag on, and work days seem to drag on, too just like Christmas is never going to get here. I remember as a kid, uh, we would get the wish book. And when we got the wish book, my brother and I would just uh, read that every day after school and make circles of the things that we wanted just to make sure that uh, Santa Claus uh, wouldn't miss uh, what it was that we want. I circled all the things in the wish book. All the th- all the, the, the Sears, <laughs> the you know all of them. Yeah, I circled all the toys. Yes, Ward's had a, a wish book too. Yeah, Ward's. Uh, Jace Penny had one. Um, but, but yeah, the, when that came, that was a special day. Yes, it was. They sent that catalog to the house. You know, you said something interesting. Um, I found my. I couldn't wait for Christmas to get here when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Now I'm. I dread it coming and going. You leave you. I I, dread, I, I dread that it's going too fast. Oh, okay. Right. It's just a it's a difference in the way I look at it now. Now I'm already like today. It's not even December yet, and I'm already nervous that it's going to go too fast, and I'm not going to be able to enjoy <laughs> it. Right. Well, it does go pretty fast with all the activities and things that we do. So uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about. Uh, what Advent is and how to celebrate it and what it means to wait during the Advent season. Dietrich Bonhoeffer was an evangelical Lutheran uh, who lived in Germany during the Nazi time. And he went underground, and being underground, he started a Lutheran seminary. Hmm. I don't know if he knew that or not. Nope. But he had a couple of quotes about Advent. He says, the Advent season is a season of waiting, but our whole life is an Advent season. That is, a season of waiting for the last Advent, for the time when there will be a new heaven and a new earth. Like that. Yeah. And there's another one that's kind of different. A prison cell in which one waits and hopes and is completely dependent on the fact that the door of freedom has to be opened from the outside. It's not a bad picture of Advent. No. I kind of like that one better. I was just talking to someone, and I was actually just talking on the radio earlier this morning, about I don't think there's enough ugliness that we recognize in this season. We We tend to take the manger and make it look pretty. Everything's pretty. Yes. And really, this is a story, the Advent time uh, that we're about to, you know, the birth of Christ is actually, it's it's him entering into our ugliness. And I, I remarked, it's like, have, uh, you've had kids, so you've been to some births, Rick. Yes. They're generally not pretty. No, they're there's, not. There's yelling, 
there's pain, there's blood. <laughs> and, and I don't, I, I think it's important that we not forget the, that we wait in our ugliness, our brokenness. Right. And that yes. Jesus willingly came into that. Yes. It makes it that much more special. And he so came into a mess. Yeah. I'm wary of making it look too pretty. Yes. If that I makes think you're sense. right. I think you're right. Well, there's two aspects. One is uh, the waiting and the other is anticipation. And both of those things are part of the spiritual life. Uh, we don't like the waiting very much because, um, well, it's just hard. It's just hard. Reminds me of the song that was just played a, a minute ago uh, that you had playing was, Like a deer pants for the water, so my soul pants for you. And uh, how true that is when we come to a time of waiting. So we'll come back in just a few minutes. We'll talk about waiting, and we'll talk about anticipation and how we handle those things spiritually. Okay, we're going to take a look now at, uh, at the waiting. What does Advent have to teach us about waiting in our spiritual life? Waiting is one of those disciplines that we just don't like. Uh, there's times when we feel like we're not hearing from God. We don't get anything from our Bible reading. Uh, our answers just don't seem to come. Our joy and enthusiasm is gone. The word that you might use for that is a desert. The psalmist talks about uh, being like a deer uh, 
by the water, and so my soul thirsts after you. I was thinking about what a desert is like. I was thinking about Jesus and uh, his time of temptation in the wilderness. Jesus understands what that waiting time is like. Now, how can we handle those things? Well, first of all, uh, you need to remember that God wants to know more about you, and so he wants you to spend this time getting closer to him. Sometimes just being with him in contemplation is a powerful way of enjoying him. Uh, Sometimes we just need to be together with him, nobody else around, just he and us. Do we miss that part of Jesus' temptation? I think we do miss that part of Jesus' temptation. I think we think, like, 40 days seems so arbitrary. Like, why 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 did it have to be 40 days? But... And, and then we think, I don't think we even put thought into it, like, was the devil tempting him that entire time? I don't yes, think, I think it says that in Mark. The entire time? Every I minute of every so. day? I believe so. Well, that's kind of what Mark indicates. Okay. I didn't know if, like, maybe there was a temptation of him just being there as well with time in between the devil's taunts. Oh, but that can be a time of temptation. That's what I'm, okay, that's what I'm getting at. So if you're in Israel and you, you, the place where they think this happened up in the wilderness is just up from the Jordan Valley. Yes. Uh-huh. Where, where Jericho was. So it's very possible that even in this wilderness up in this mountain that the wilderness consists of, he would have been able to see Jericho. He uh-huh. would have been hungry. And yes. a place like the size of Jericho would have put off a certain smell, the baking mm-hmm. of bread, um, all the things that they would have been doing to prepare food. And so even, oh, yes. in, even in the moments I thought about this, I, I didn't think about it until I was there and saw the geography. Uh-huh. Um, but even in the moments where the devil may not have been specifically tempting him, the temptation in the waiting didn't end. Temptation is still there. Yes. Yeah. And Satan uses the waiting time uh, in our lives too. And yet the waiting is a practice we need to get familiar with. Very much so. Yeah. Uh, the waiting time throws so many people into a tailspin. Mm. Uh, lots of lots of uh, new Christians, especially, hit that first time of waiting, and it just really throws them. And that's where they need mentors to help them understand that uh, this is just part of the Christian life. Yeah, yeah. So this whole aspect of what you're talking about is very interesting to me. This waiting, this advent, this waiting is season of waiting for yes. the glory of the coming of the Lord, right? You yes, know, like. yes. So, what do we do? Well, first of all, uh, we need to remember that God wants to, us to spend time with Him. Secondly, we need to remember this isn't going to last forever. There's going to be a time of joyous anticipation. Your enemy's going to make so much noise that it's going to drown out the still small voice of faith. But remember, this season will end. The third thing is that God's working in your life, whether you see him or not. It might be a thousand different things that he's doing, and we only may know about one or two or three things that we can see, but God is doing far more than we can begin to imagine. And then waiting is the only thing that builds up humility. It 
builds up patience and moves us to trust him, but to also trust his timing. If we don't trust his timing, then we don't really trust him. So don't panic. Waiting is part of our lives, and that's part of what Advent teaches us. So what do you do? Keep doing the last thing he led you to do. Are you being obedient to the last thing that he asked you? It's just one step of, at, at a time, folks. Have you been neglecting your spiritual disciplines, your scripture, your prayer, your fellowship, uh, your solitary time, uh, your solitude with the Lord? Then remember that the season of refreshing will come and there will be a time of answer for you. Uh, we're going to end the waiting period now, and uh, if you're going through one of those waiting times, I'm hoping that some of the things we shared will be helpful to you. Uh, there is some waiting during the Advent season, those four Sundays before Christmas, and uh, we get so busy that sometimes it drowns out the voice of God, and we need to remember that he's there even if we don't realize it. In Advent, there's a time of waiting, but there's also a time of anticipation. And that's when we get excited about what God is going to do and what he is doing in our life. Uh, we need to remember, though, that Advent is not just about celebrating Christmas, but it's us looking forward to Jesus' return. In fact, that was how it first began back in the early centuries. In Revelations 22.20, it says, And he, Jesus, who testifies to these things, says, Yes, I am coming soon. And John replies, Amen. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Time of anticipation is this, uh, time of energy and growing and peace and focus on caring for other people, not on yourself. It's a time of joy uh, and anticipation with enthusiasm. So when that time comes, make sure you feed it. Uh, the first thing is that there are lots of promises about Jesus' return and encouragement. Read those passages. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. You don't need to be afraid of Jesus' return. He loves you. Uh, once you belong to him, there's nothing that you need to fear. And so keep that spirit with you. In 2 Peter 3.9, it says, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. He's patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. Find the other verses that will help you Feed that anticipation. Uh, that's very important to do. Uh, then another thing is to focus on your praise and, and cultivate gratitude. Those two things will reset your attitude, uh, will reset negative attitudes even. And so make sure that you're doing the praise uh, in, a, in your anticipation. And then finally, you might consider writing down those experiences during the time when you're hearing from God. Uh, just take a little notebook and write that down as you're going through the days of Advent. Times of refreshing uh, will impress the experiences on your mind. 
And this will help you get spiritually fit for the next time of waiting or spiritual drought in your life. Happy Advent! God bless your waiting and fulfill your greatest anticipation of Jesus. Jesus has come and Jesus is coming again. And we say with John, even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. God bless you. Uh, Glad that you took time to be with us. Hope you heard something that will help you in your spiritual life today. Thanks for listening. We appreciate all of our listeners. You can listen to this show live at KFEX 93.1 FM at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on most Mondays. Remember that greater is Jesus who is in you than the evil one who is in the world. Join us next time on the next episode of Soul Talk.